This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of having Trillium Rose, a specialist in the golf industry, a motor learning expert, and a friend of the square here for us to educate us on what we need to know. So just explain to us in layman's terms, you know, how you train someone, what, what the repetition is, how long it takes. Does it vary by age? You know, I go skiing with my nephew and it seems like in 30 minutes he knows what he's doing and I'm still, you know, three years later and my motor skills just haven't really picked up on that yet. So maybe just the, like the, the biological component to this. Right. You're asking a really tough question to answer in like two minutes. All right, take, take five. <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, I mean, what would be interesting for people to hear is kind of what applies to them. And I don't exactly know where everybody is, but generally speaking, golf on the, on the spectrum of complexity, the golf swing is a highly complex movement mm-hmm. and it's not, you know, it's kind of like throwing a ball. It's pretty complex to throw a ball. Well, it's not like, you know, reaching and grabbing a glass from the mm-hmm. table. Like there's just a lot of things that have to happen. So, or, or bowling, I'd say, or maybe rowing. But the the problem with golf is, is that the ball is really small and the club face is really small. And so if you're off a little bit, it's going to show. So, so that being said, you can't do it all at once. You just can't jump in and say, okay, I'm going to take one lesson and I'm going to be there. It's like, you have to layer stuff. You have to take steps. You have to kind of not, you know, go one little stitch at a time. And when people understand that and that they've bought into it, that it's more of a, I'm your coach now. You're going to come and see me a lot and we're not going to do everything at once. Then people have the greatest successes. Got it. So when you look at, at, at functional training or you look at fitness as a, as a baseline for someone to actually affect the perfect golf game or, or uh, you know, enhance their swing, you know, what, what, what do you tell people to do? You know, what what kind of protocols do you typically follow? Obviously, everyone's, you know, has their own prescription and everyone's body type's different. But what are some of the things that you've been seeing to say, oh, finally, people understand that, you know, stretching is important or or people see that, you know, doing functional training versus, you know, cycling for their cardio. Like this is people are finally starting to get that this is the foundation. 100%. So there's a called Titleist Performance Institute. It was started by Dave Phillips and, and Greg Rose. And they basically approached Titleist and said, hey, you know, you guys have put a lot of money into the, researching the golf ball, a lot of money into researching the club. Why not? Let's talk about the body, what the body can do, because uh-huh, isn't it an important piece of the puzzle? Right. Yeah, obviously, of course. And so all the, all the great strength and fitness trainers in the world have, have set great groundwork for creating um, screens. And so Greg and Dave said, Hey, let's make a a golf screen. So for functional movement, let's check your mobility. Let's check your stability. Let's, let's do the move, the movements for you. Let's screen you to, to kind of give us a pretty good estimate of what issues are going to have in your golf swing. Like if you can't do a deep squat, you're probably going to early extend. You're going to stand up a little too early through impact. For example, I mean, multiply Mm -hmm. that by 20 different things. So I think that really got the conversation started in golf. Now, funny, you should say, like, what do you recommend? I'm, I, I played, I played nine holes today and I was racing to the tee. I was literally there one minute before my tee time. And, uh, I'm like, okay, I, I don't have time to hit balls, but I know I need to stretch. 
and I know I need to get warmed up. So the two things, to answer your question directly, the two things that, that, that are really important in the golf swing would be your glutes, your glute strength, and your hip mobility. If you can get that, you can get your hip mo- hips going and get your glutes and your, you know, your rotation from, from the ground up, you'll be okay. Got it. it, it I, I watch a fair amount of uh, PGA and there seems to be a lot of weightlifting going on either before people are playing 18 or, or after how is weight training kind of evolved in the, in the, in the golf uh, as a sport versus, you know, like 10 or 15 years ago, that didn't seem to be part of the, the workout. At least I don't think it was, or maybe I wasn't aware of it. I think more are, I mean, there's so certainly a lot of people that are not working out that are playing well. on tour. So I can't say that you have to play, you have to work out, but I do think to prevent injury, to be able to practice longer and harder and, and make use of more repetitions, it's helpful if you're strong to do that. I've also seen people work out the wrong, the wrong muscle groups and get, you know, and get, you, know, you don't really need a ton of pec strength, for instance, in golf. So, so there are things that you can do that I think are less useful than others. So if you're, if you're doing it and you're doing it in a smart way, um, I think also think mobility is important. Mobility and stability. If you if you get it can focus on getting um, getting some some isolation if you're lower and move your upper move your upper isolate your lower that kind of thing. Um, that's probably better than getting just brute strength. Gotcha. So let's take Florida as an example. You've got a lot of 55 and older uh, golfers down there, and then we just had a podcast before where. I was asking a woman, what, what, you know, what kind of recommendation do you have for exercising, you know, X types of people? And she's like, just move. That's all you need to do is just make sure people keep moving and the rest will kind of work itself out. So when, when you have either um, new uh, golfers that are coming to you or um, you're seeing people that you've seen for a long time, you know, what, what are you recommending to them to do outside of that session that they're having with you and what kind of receptivity and results are you, are you seeing from people that may have been more sedentary and just, you know, play golf and ride a golf court. And now it's like, Hey, I actually have people doing X, Y, Z, and it's affecting them tremendously in their, in their rest of their lives. I love it when people walk. So if someone comes to me with a really light bag, I am delighted because it tells me that they're carrying it. Right, right. <laughs> right there is a big deal. And the golf cart has been helpful in a lot of ways, but it also kind of defeats the purpose, I think, of getting the exercise. So and not everybody has the option to, you know, take a caddy and not everyone can take a pull cart, but, you know, get out there and walk. Um, it's not easy to ask people to go to the gym and work out. So I like to give people drills that they can do at home. And so light exercises, but... You know, on my, on my Instagram every now and then I'll put exercises, just, you know, isometrics, things you can do without weights, things you can do with your own body weight. You can do literally, if you have a floor, you can do them. Mm -hmm. I'm all about, I'm a mom. I've got stuff going on. I mean, I'm all about just squeezing it in when you can squeeze it in. If you can't get to the gym, that's fine. Gotcha. What what are you seeing in this new generation of, of golfers and, you know, kids that are just starting with the sport? Um, you know, one from their, their, the motor skill side of it and ability to learn quickly, you know, are they, uh, are you seeing kids taking care of themselves and, and doing the fitness and nutrition 
you know, like the athletes, what's your, what's your crystal ball or prognosis on where, where we're heading? Is there too much information out there that people are like, ah, forget, it. I'm just going to go eat my, you know, my Snickers bar or like, Hey, I'm actually learning. And, and, you know, that, that this next wave of, of golfers is going to be bigger, better, faster, more mobile, and, you know, putting up numbers that no one's ever seen before. I mean, who knows what the whole country is doing, but I, I've got some friends doing some great, great things that are mm-hmm. doing a lot of exercises and a lot of drills and, and work inside. And I, I thinking, especially of, um, you know, Jason Nish, who has peak golf down the street where I am from, he's got a group of teenagers, really some adults, but he's got a gym and it's focused on golf. And so I send any of my teenagers that can go there, they, they, they go, and he uses KVAS, which is the, the 3D training. So mm. since, um, you know, I had a girl who over-rotated in the top of her backswing. Her abs weren't very strong. So so I set the program up so that she could use the vest. And there's an audible tone if she makes a swing that goes too far back. Mm. So she's doing that under under guidance from him, but it's but it was directed by me. And it's all kind of a fitness, you know, but it's under the auspices of, hey, she needs to get stronger in order to do that. Like, you know, I can only do so much. If your body's not strong enough or inflexible or whatever, like, okay, you got to go mm-hmm. see someone else. And I think more, more than ever, golf, good golf coaches are pairing up with fitness professionals and, and kind of meshing, you know, the, their conversations. Got it. So as you look to, and obviously we're doing this over a, uh, what is this called? StreamYard or Skype? Uh, StreamYard. Um, when you think about the ability to be able to help people remotely, um, how much have you have you pushed into that on your own as a as an instructor? Uh, what's your comfort level doing that? And do you feel that that it's great that I have the reach, but I don't really have the intimacy of like actually helping someone? one-on-one because there's talk about telemedicine and there's, you never have to go to a doctor anymore and, you know, everything can be done online. What, where do you feel your comfort level is? Yeah, I can scale who I am in my business. Um, but I'm also like, I don't want to give up the quality control and, and what I'm really giving someone, which is not just, you know, this isn't just a computer interface. Like I'm the time you spend with me, I can't quantify it, but trust me. Like us spending time together is important. Right. I, I gave a talk on this at the PGA show. To, to I didn't see it. I swear I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> you wouldn't have. It's, I wouldn't. I was, it wasn't in the room. Go it, ahead. The coaches, but it, I, I really, the topic of it was effective, you know, effective teaching, you know, principles of effective teaching through the internet. Okay. And, um, and I kind of, I, I spelled out, if you want, if you want to have an academy, here's from a motor learning standpoint, the pieces that need to be in place. So there are definitely some hurdles, but it's not impossible to do. It just takes a long time. Now, I personally am in a position where I'm, I have a, a lot of people that I see already face to face and I don't have the time at the moment to, to do that. Although I have, okay. have done some online lessons before I've been surprised at how um, positive the feedback's done because it's hard, you know, I feel like it's not a, as good of a lesson if I've not seen ball flight and I don't really have a good interview now. However, there are definitely some people doing some good things. Now, let me just speak really specifically on, on learning and what you need if you're going to go on YouTube, because there's YouTubes everywhere. 
You know, I put out minute long videos on my Instagram and people like that. The one minute's an appetizer. I have no idea if the person needs it. I'm just putting stuff out there and hopefully, you know, hopefully it's like vitamin C. It's like kale. It's not going to hurt anybody. It's only going to help. So, but here's the thing. So if you don't know where your error is, if you don't know what the issue is in your movement pattern, then it's going to be pretty tough for you to, to be able to figure out how to fix it. So you have to mm-hmm. a, have a good diagnosis. So I think you either have to, whatever, or wherever you're going to get that done, a coach yourself or whatever. You have to know what you're doing. B, you've got to be able to feel the error because if you can't feel it, then you don't know when it's happening. And mm-hmm. then that leads me into the next is that you have to be able to feel the correct way. So there are definitely some ways to do that online, but you need a very robust um, like database or library of videos to make it explicitly clear. And then the other thing is when someone's learning, you want to you want to push so that it's hard as a learner, but not too hard mm-hmm. and also not too easy. And so, okay, you want to be right on that cusp of challenge. So it's 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 challenge. Well, how to have it's very hard to get there on your own. Right. So if I'm giving this to you online or giving it to you through an internet, I I can still provide you with, okay, here's the progression. You're going to start with this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. And this is going to be the next thing. Mm -hmm. It's totally possible. How do you know if you're doing it well on your own? We have to figure out a way to construct some kind of environment that's going to give you feedback basically. Got it. Have you used any of these um, functional body mapping software? I know like TRX has a, uh, you basically do three squats and then it'll tell you all of your different uh, joints and, and and how your movement and then gives you a terrible score. And then you go see a personal trainer and they sell you a 10 pack. It's kind of what's <laughs> happening in the fitness industry right now. It's funny. We've got, um, so K-Motion is this company. They started out as KVAST about 10, 15 years ago. Now, no, which is the name. So it's a 3D system. It's it's wearable right. technology, four, four or five sensors. I have the three sensor, the four sensor, and um, you make some swings and it spit out a really great summary. Here's the diagnostic. You're rotating this much. You're over rotating. You're going too fast. You're going too slow. Here's your speeds. Here's your position. Here's your acceleration profiles and whatnot. And so, you know, if you, if you, um, if you go off of that, you have a pretty good starting point. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you can also train with it with biofeedback, which is cool. So as far as technology goes, I think that they're the leader in the clubhouse. Got it. Interesting. Um, so a- as you've gone through and, and helped people, have you ever thought about bringing some of your programming inside of a club or inside of a studio or any of your, your stretching techniques and, you know, kind of curated that into any kind of shortened, you know, video, not one minute, but, but longer. And how do you think about, you know, we've have entrepreneurs come in and say, you know, I'm building this big business and, this is the where I'm going and it's going to be global. And then we have people that say like what we just had now said, you know, look, I've got this really awesome wellness resort retreat in Portugal. And that is the extent of what I want to do. And I help the people that come and it's awesome. And I'm not leaving because I've already kind of won the prize. Yeah. I don't need to expand to get anything because I already have what I want. So how do you think about you as a, as a instructor, as a, as you know, you have your family, you have your priorities, but you're also, you have a business. So how do you think about that on your own and say, I'm doing, I'm achieving everything I want to achieve. And, and, you know, you're not 
necessarily trying to be an entrepreneur that's trying to conquer some golf vertical. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I I get it. Um, I've done, so in the winter, I've done these classes in line. I have these cut down golf clubs and I I call it a mobility class. And it's basically a golf lesson with, uh, without a ball, with a cut down Mm -hmm. club and a molded grip. And so we go through um, several stretches and exercise that pertain to the various phases of the swing, but then cover some really specific mechanics too. And because the player doesn't have to hit a ball, they don't have that pressure of doing it quickly or, you know, being uh, distracted by the outcome. Um, that's, only, I've only done that in person, but I've often thought that would be a really great sort of video. I, I, I can't imagine myself selling it. I probably would just give it out for free on YouTube. You know, I've been having a lot of fun on Instagram. I've been having a lot of fun just giving stuff away. And, you know, it's just, it's an interesting time, I think, because mm-hmm. the people that are interested most in that, besides the players, are companies and companies that want to reach a specific audience through a genuine source. And so, mm-hmm. so that's, it's just sort of an, it's been fun for me. <laughs> That's great. So one thing you just said, which I'll, if you can expand on it, because I think it was a great quote, it's not just in golf, it's probably in everything. You just said, don't be distracted by the outcome. Can you like talk, where, where did that come from? Or did you just come up with that? Because it was, it, it struck me as like, well, people get focused on where they think they're going to get to and forgot where they are or what the progress they've made. Yeah. I, I mean, I've used that a lot when we're in the moment and you're hitting and mm. you picked it up kind of in a more of like a life life situation. I think that's interesting. I use it often in, in golf we, when people are playing because there's the movement. You know, I, I get tons of people that are really athletic, that they, they played. This is actually usually my hardest student. My most difficult clients are the ones that are athletic that have played high level of a different sport and come over to golf and feel like they can just be an athlete and make it work. So yeah. And they usually can, but the problem is the way you made it work, the movement you made may <sighs> cause issues down the road. And so I, okay. We've got to like put a net in front of you. So you're not trying to hit a shot because I need you to feel something. And I feel like you're diagnosing a, a, my first instruction lesson <laughs> that would be with you as I like try and do a slap shot from the left wing into the net. And you're like, look, we're not putting a ball down. Like you're, you're missing the okay, point. You, of this. Yeah, you don't so, get a ball thank you. Time. Thank you for exposing me. Keep going <laughs> on a no names basis. You get the idea. And I think, yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think there's looking at it from your, from your point, or I guess how you pick that up, what about the, what about how you're going? What about the quality of what you're doing? Or what about being present? What about, you know, like, I mean, I feel like my memory is pretty good, but it's exceptionally good because I'm so focused on what I'm doing when I'm doing it. And mm-hmm. I think that's, what's been my, um, kind of my biggest strength is just being able to connect with people because I'm completely focused and undivided. That's amazing. That's going to be my takeaway for the day, I think, because we've been doing a lot of podcasts and that's the one that struck me as the quote that I'm going to, going to, going to think about and dissect and, and focus on myself. So as you look at, at, you know, exercise in general and, and where, you know, obviously we've got food companies out there putting more ingredients and we have no idea what's really in them. Um, and you've got childhood obesity and diabetes and, you know, all these factors and misinformation. 
you know, how do you, how do you view the future and what else do you think we need to do, you know, from an education standpoint or from an accessibility standpoint, or should we be um, subsidizing people getting on a golf course and, and into a basketball court? Or what, what are some of the things that you see either from a policy standpoint or from, you know, just locally that you're like, I wish this would be happening or this is happening and I'm excited about it. I keep hearing the word wellness. I think wellness is, it's like the word of the decade, I hope. More people are talking about wellness and more people are, are, are thinking it, you know, more wellness programs are tacked on to hotels and mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing. So it's, it's now not as nutty, crunchy to be healthy. Right. It, you know, and that's great. I mean, isn't, wasn't like, sitting down, everyone realizes, wow, sitting down is so terrible for you. Now we need to be standing up. So that's common knowledge now. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, good. The stand-up desk industry definitely had a big lift. And we've got stand-up desks here all the time. So yeah. So everyone's standing up. We're heading in the right direction. Yeah. As far as food goes, I mean, it's a double-edged sword though, because every time every time someone wants to find something, go online, you can find whatever you're looking for. Sure. Even as a parent, it's like, well, what do I want to hear? I'll just type around until I find it. Until you find what you want to hear. Exactly. Exactly. I'm a little worried that, but that we, um, you know, that the, the industry leaders need to is stay strong and stay real and stay tuned in and plugged in. And hopefully their audiences realize that they're genuine. That sounds great. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for educating us on the, uh, on the golf sector and motor learning and give me some good quotes for the rest of our network and for us to think about whether they're playing golf or whether they're absorbing the moment that they're in and the outcome will be the outcome if you put in the the focus and the time so thank you trillium pleasure thanks so much thank you have a great appreciate it bye this is pete moore as you know i am a big believer in personal development I got a time-saving opportunity here for you, recommending Dan Millman's Four Purposes of Life. Go to audible.com forward slash Halo Talks. You want to register there, get a free audio book. It's $14.95 a month thereafter, giving you things that I do to make myself better and hopefully it makes you better. Go Halo. Let's play to win.